We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness, and wellness, and now in its 31st year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who is not a doctor, and while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. The top four rejected self-help books. Number four, winning through whining. (laughs) Number three, living off your parents, 12 weeks to financial dependency. like that one. Number two, mental health isn't for everyone. And the number one rejected self-help book, Perspire Away Pounds by Sweating the Small Stuff. Well, on today's show, we have a doctor who wrote a self-help book that was not rejected. It's not on this list or any other. In fact, it's recommended if you want to manage the stress in your life. Aloha, good morning, and welcome once again to the healthiest hour on radio. It's the snowman, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy as we do it each and every week at this time here on the program. And we thank you so very much for joining us and making us a part of your weekend, which we always hope to make strong and healthy with the information we have for you this morning. Well, since April is Stress Awareness Month, uh, today's last program in April will be devoted to this important topic. And um, we're also getting a jump on Mental Health Awareness Month, which is the month of May, uh, just a few days away. So we'll, uh, it's a double doubleheader. Uh, Dr. Terrence Foster, a graduate of Albert Einstein College of Medicine and a practicing physician for more than 25 years, joins us in just a few radio minutes talking about his new book, The Stress Book, 40 Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. You know, with uh, COVID, we're finally uh, going beyond the pandemic. Well, it's endemic now, but um, uh, a lot of people were under undue stress uh, during the last two years. And uh, of course, before that, before the pandemic, forget the pandemic for a minute. Uh, everybody's stressed out all the time, 24-7, 365. But anyway, we'll hear from Dr. Foster, who is a best-selling, multiple award-winning author, and he's also uh, a uh, pain and stress management consultant. So we'll talk about uh, some of the things in his book, such as the five mental actions to reduce or prevent stress, and uh, where do drugs and alcohol and um other substances come in. Some people use food to uh, reduce stress. What about that? Uh, a lot of information on the menu today on our stress show here on Dr. Health Radio. Speaking of stress, you know, one-third of Americans, I mean, everybody's under stress, but one-third of Americans are living with extreme stress. And the effects of stress, unfortunately, on the body are compounded over a period of time. So if you have chronic stress, just like chronic pain, it's eventually going to lead to significant health issues. Um, Some of the symptoms, of course, anxiety, irritability, uh, depression and sadness, low libido, digestive issues, um, diarrhea, constipation, etc. 
of course, headaches and uh, insomnia. And then high stress levels can can uh, lead to complications such as high blood pressure. That's a, a given almost. Uh, increased risk of strokes and heart heart disease. And by the way, we're going to talk about stroke. Uh, our stroke show is next week uh, for the first week of May uh, because it's National Stroke American Stroke Month. Uh, we'll have uh, Dr. Michael Louie, a neurologist, on uh, talking about uh, how to prevent and treat uh, best um, the best treatments for stroke, uh, which is the third well third to fifth leading killer in America, depending on the state. But um, overall, it's one of the top top killers, other than heart attacks or heart disease. Uh, so we'll talk about managing stress in this hour, uh, whether it's uh, physical well-being to increase that or emotional well-being and uh, creating a stress-friendly uh, lifestyle and schedule, uh, you know, because uh, stress can actually, actually is going to talk about how to use stress to uh, combat stress. Um, so there's different types of stress. And our quote of the week, that um, leads me to uh, it's a perfect segue for our quote of the week, which is, worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. And, uh, you know, various studies have shown that worrying is linked to poor mental and physical health that increases your stress, as well as stress hormones that damage your brain and body alike, so not a good thing. And uh, 85% of what researchers um, or research subjects uh, worried about actually never happened, and then the other 15% uh, actually proved easier to handle than they uh, than they expected. So, you know, uh, worry, I, I remember when I had, um, I used to know Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, America's premier psychologist of his time, and he said, uh, uh, you know, worry is, is useless. I mean, uh, you know, if you can do something about what you're worrying about, do something So instead of worrying, and then if you can't do anything about it, why worry about it anyway, right? <laughs> All right. Okay, let's talk about long COVID. Uh, This was a meta-analysis of 81 studies. They found that 32% of people diagnosed with COVID-19 were still experiencing fatigue 12 weeks later. And certain people, of course, are more at risk. A study published in January, in fact, showed that people were more likely to develop long COVID if they had type 2 diabetes, which is... Uh, what over ten percent of the population, and about twenty-five to fifty percent of the population, depending on the studies you you uh, might read or um, peruse, uh, has a pre-metabolic or a, a metabolic syndrome, which is pre-diabetes. You know, it's kind of like the gray area. But um, over uh, two hundred known symptoms are associated with co- uh, long COVID. Most common being shortness of breath, post-exertional, um, exertional. <laughs> Exertional, Ex, you know, when you exert yourself, uh, they're talking about the malaise. In other words, a tiny amount of exercise uh, leads to exhaustion, as well as cognitive difficulties. So um, uh, that's um, those are some of the t- three top uh, symptoms of long COVID. And um, they found that, um, well, let's see, what else on COVID? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, the treatment trials, uh, this is interesting, uh, there's, of course, lack of official treatments because it's it's new on the horizon. But uh, people with long COVID symptoms are turning to clinical trials as well as do-it-yourself therapies. But one that shows promise, this is research at the University of California, San Diego. They're investigating hyperbaric oxygen therapy, uh, and which is thought to promote healing as well as address the, um, the shortness of breath issue and uh, decrease inflammation as well as encouraging um, healing. So team hopes to... Um, Helps to have um, some convincing studies, and uh, and then so that'll be one of the go-to therapies uh, for long COVID. Uh, 
All right, you want the good news first or the bad news <laughs> right, on these uh, next two articles? Well, our brains stay up to speed at, uh, up to the, about the age of 60, which is a good thing, uh, the rate at which we process information um, during our 20s. Uh, it, it increases, but it, it stays high until we uh, reach 60, according to analysis of 1.2 million people. Findings challenge the widespread belief that mental speed starts to decline in our 20s. Now, the bad news is mosquitoes, and we're getting into spring and summer, which, you know, people will be outdoors and uh, more prone to getting mosquito bites. But experiments show that two species of mosquitoes actually learn to avoid pesticides after just one exposure to a non-lethal dose. Now, this suggests that changes in behavior may be one way that mosquitoes can acquire resistance to these chemicals. Whoa, that's not good news. All right, last week, uh, botanical expert Steve Fraley was with us. He was talking about the Noni Lavender Lotion for external use on painful joints. And um, to dial down joint pain, uh, this is a study on lavender essential oil, which his uh, Noni Lavender Lotion is a few percent uh, of the uh, essential oil of lavender. So that uh, is is the perfect uh, combo because Noni also addresses the pain issue. But uh, this is a new Turkish study. They, uh, the researchers found that uh, the um, lavender reduced pain by nearly 43% in just five minutes. I uh, won't get into the chemical compounds it con- contains, but it does work like a mild painkiller to reduce discomfort. So that Noni Lavender Lotion, if you missed the show, um, the uh, realnoni.com, that's real, and then N-O-N-I.com, for more information, if you're looking for external uses of um, of lavender as well as noni for um, not only reducing pain but uh, promoting healing. Well, size matters when it comes to your greens, at least. So go little. I'm talking microgreens. We didn't have a chance to talk about this last week, but uh, it really they really pack a ton of nutrients. Uh, broccoli sprouts, and uh, they're they're in most of the supermarket produce sections now. Uh, of course, they've always had bean sprouts and alfalfa sprouts, but um, there's radish sprouts, arugula, um, fenugreek, broccoli, others. Uh, so check them out. Uh, they'll, you know, it's a, the micro greens have macro benefits to your health and a very concentrated source of nutrition. In fact, scientists at NASA, as well as the European Space Agency, have even proposed microgreens as a source of fresh food, as well as essential nutrients for astronauts on long-term space missions. So... There you go. Fortunately, most of you have only experienced, if you have experienced microgreens, they've usually been on, as a garnish on, on some restaurant entrees. They just do a little sprinkling of them, but uh, not, not any appreciable amounts. All right, robotic nurses in the news. Well, hmm, this is interesting. A robotic nurse can now dress a mannequin in a gown, <laughs> a two-armed uh, not an armed robot, no, no weapons involved, but a two-armed robot can dress a medical mannequin lying on a bed in a medical gown. The technology isn't quite ready for prime time, uh, in other words, for use on people. But it is uh, an experimental step toward artificial nurses and hospitals. Oh, my gosh. This is from Imperial College London. Uh, they tested a robot, their, their robot in a scenario that mimicked the uh, certified nursing assistant test used here in in the U.S. for healthcare, in which a trainee nurse has to uh, has to put on an open-backed robe on a person with weak or paralyzed arms. So, robotic nurses 
Uh, not right around the corner, but they are in our future. So I <laughs> just want to give you heads up on that or arms up. Uh, how would you like a robot putting on your hospital gown instead of a nurse? I don't know. Is that kind of creepy? I don't know if I... Although, you know, you wouldn't be self-conscious because it's not a human like, you know, oh my gosh, my you know my fat or my wrinkles or, you know, whatever. And uh, Although maybe the uh, the robot is... Is being look, you're looked at through from the robot. You know, there's a a person with a joystick or a, 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 an attendant that um, has an eye on the robot, and the robot's seeing everything that, you know, that you're doing, probably, or that it's doing. All right, okay, let's go to the fitness file. <clears throat> Excuse me. The snowman says resistance exercise is not to be confused with resisting exercise. Okay. And for those of you who do exercise, resistance or otherwise, you'll feel so good that you'll be less likely to resist exercise. So get out there and have an active weekend this weekend. And another reason to be active and and be fit is that exercise protects the declining brain. This is um, interesting information from a Korean study of nearly 250,000 people with MCI or mild cognitive impairment. That's a condition that raises your risk of progressing to dementia and Alzheimer's. Well, participants who exercised more than once a week were 18% less likely to develop Alzheimer's disease. And the physical activity also protected, um, uh, that protects us, increases your uh, blood flow to the brain, of course, and aids in the production of molecules that help neurons grow. So they actually help, uh, exercise helps to grow new brain cells as well as increasing circulation so that you uh, you don't lose the brain cells you have. So it's never too late to start a good fitness routine, okay? All right, finally, in the Funny Bone Pharmacy. And uh, let's see, I may have to put on my glass, my cheater lenses, which I I almost never use, but this is such fine print. Uh, Let's talk about medical bureaucracy. Now, as a society... We believe that only one thing was more important than caring for our sick and injured, and that's ensuring that they first filled out the proper paperwork, right? Medical bureaucracy was so important to us that nations sometimes spend more money maintaining them than it would have cost to provide health care for all uninsured citizens. All right, so here's a a spoof of a a medical group questionnaire, WellNet, a physician's group questionnaire. So, you know, it has the spaces for customer's name, address, primary health insurance, secondary health insurance, tertiary health insurance. You got to list all the policy numbers. And then under financial information, where will you be paying today? Cash, credit card check, PayPal, or indentured servitude. <laughs> and then it lists uh, space for your bank account number, routing number, balance, ATM pin, and reco- retirement account number. <laughs> Value of jewelry you are wearing today. How's that? What if you went in the doctor's office and you're looking at this for us? Well, what the heck are they asking me about? Please list all sources of garnishable income. And, uh, and then there's a space for your credit card number. Okay, so medical information. Uh, let's see. Are you currently experiencing? Oh, I'll, I'll skip that. Okay. How many alcoholic beverages do you drink per week? And then uh, there's a space to put that answer in. And then the next line: How many really? <laughs> like that. And then list all medications you are currently taking. Include street drugs. <laughs> uh, 
Asian potency enhancers and Belgian potency diminishers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then uh, finally, a couple of more uh, lines on this medical group questionnaire. Um, please attach printouts of all web research you have done on your disease or condition you suspect you have. <laughs> Check here if you believe laughter is the best medicine. And uh, is that covered by your insurance? Check, no. Okay. And uh, finally, by signing this form, you certify that any antibiotic-resistant staph infection, flesh-eating bacteria, or uh, stray medical instruments you, let's see, you discover in coming weeks were probably in your body already and did not originate in this healthcare facility. <laughs> All right. On that note, we will have Dr. Terrence Foster talking about Managing stress, 40 ways to do it when we come back from this brief break. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing Lavender Noni Lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni Fruit Leather and Lavender Noni Lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our Noni Lotion and Fruit Leather for improved health and energy. Did you know that pharmacists work in hospitals? We work around the clock with doctors and nurses to make sure you get the best results from your medicine. We're the medication experts. So when you or someone you love is in the hospital and have questions about your medicine... Ask for me, your hospital pharmacist. Brought to you by the American Society of Health System Pharmacists. Find out more at safemedication.com. Want to get at the core issues that make weight loss so difficult? Try PGX from Natural Factors. This revolutionary product is clinically shown to help people achieve their ideal body weight in a safe, natural way. PGX helps you feel full for hours, dramatically reduces the glycemic index of any food, and improves the action of insulin. If you've ever tried to lose weight and failed, you need the tremendous support of PGX. Learn more at PGX.com. Since 70% of your immune system is in your gut, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly strains of potent beneficial bacteria. And their patent-protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio-cleansing effects. And True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the probiotic pioneers. Wouldn't that be nice? No stress. Hey, if you have ears, we have microphones, and believe me, we know how to use them. And hopefully you can use the information that goes into these microphones and comes out your radio speakers and into your receivers, that is, your ears, uh, so that you'll know how to live a healthier life. And here to help us do that, 
Dr. Terrence Foster is with us. He is the author of the new stress book. Actually, it's called The Stress Book, 40 Plus Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. He's a best-selling, multiple award-winning author. Also wrote two other books on opioids, which we'll touch on if we have time. And uh, having practiced medicine for more than 25 years, his primary focus now is interventional pain and addiction medicine. And by the way, he's uh, board certified in pain medicine. And we welcome him to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Dr. Foster. How the health are you? Uh, good morning, David. How are you? Hope your audience are having a wonderful time. Ah, oh, we're having a wonderful time here. You know, if I felt any better, I could hardly stand it. Uh, so uh, I'm always, uh, I mean, I, I got to live up to my rep, uh, reputation of the show, you know, and so I can't, I can't deviate. Anyway, um, now let's talk about stress. Everybody's under stress. And of course, over the last two years, we've been under more stress than normally. And uh, a lot of people were already maxed out before the pandemic, and then they went over the top uh, during the pandemic. And so, you know, people reached for alcohol and excess food and calories and and other um, substances or other things that are not so good for long-term health. Uh, they might have uh, had short-term relief from the stress. But compared with other books on stress, I mean, there's there's a lot of other books on stress. We've interviewed a few other authors on this topic. How is yours different from these uh, these other books? Uh, what can people take away from your book, The Stress Book? Okay. Okay, David. So I am a D. Terrence Foster, uh, MD. And one of the things that is... Uh, absolutely different between my book and so many other books out there uh, regarding stress is um, very often what we see, David, is that most of those books are focused on uh, the management of stress. Well, my book also includes that, but in addition to that, it focuses a lot on prevention. And of course, we've heard the term prevention is better than cure. And, And when we talk about prevention, we talk about what can we do to prevent stress? What can we do to manage stress? So that's one thing. In addition to that, I've also included uh, new ways of approaching the management of stress. For example, I created a new acronym, which is called STRESS, and we will talk about that in just a moment. And using that acronym to manage stress is one thing that is different. Also, what is different, there are about 40-plus ways to manage stress and prevent stress. Now, some of these we've heard about before, so some of them are not new. But what is different is that I've categorized them into three main broad categories. One is called um, physical action. The next one is called mental action. And the third one is called community actions. And by utilizing those different action plans in a specific way, we can better manage stress. Uh, The third thing that came about in this book is that I've came across a new uh, potential mental disorder diagnosis associated with toxic relationship. Of course, it's become um, important because with toxic relationship, um, that can have a lot of stress to our lives. So those are some of the main differences between my book about stress compared to a lot of other books that are out there. Okay. Now, uh, you actually show patients how to use stress to lower stress. So how is that possible? Okay. Wonderful. So here's what, um, when, when we say that, what we mean here is this. When we take the word stress, S-T-R-E-S-S, we, break, we make that into an acronym, and the first letter in the word stress is, of course, S. And what does S represent? S represents the stress factors. What are the stress factors affecting you in your life? That's the first letter. 
Now, the second letter is the letter T. And T, in this case, stands for time. Or, and time means what are the time, or what is the time factor involved in the reduction of stress. In uh, other words, how long do you have right. to manage stress? Okay, and, and is it like disease, like a, a, a medical condition, Dr. Foster? Would it be, uh, say, 12 weeks or more would be defined as chronic stress versus acute stress, so just like chronic pain or acute pain, since you're a pain uh, expert as well? Um, well, here's the thing, um, uh, David. With respect to the, the acronym, um, and we've come, we could come back to the um, acute and chronic, because that's also very important. Okay. But let me just briefly finish. All right. Uh, yeah, sure. Acronym. Go ahead. Right. So then R is, um, what is the, why, why are you stressed? What is the reason why you're stressed? And then E is, what is the emergency of your stress? Ah. In, other, mm. in other words, you put them in priority. And then the, the first S is, what are the solutions do you have to resolve your stress? And the last stress in in stress is S, and S here stands for support. What support do you have? Now, when you use all of those and you combine them, you have an approach towards managing stress. So that acronym is extremely important and, and could be and could form the bedrock or one of the main essential channels in terms of managing stress. Because if you have a plan, then you have a better chance of accomplishing your objective. Yeah. Now, to get back to your questions in terms of um, when we have stress, you're asking what are the factors that you, know, you may want to repeat that question to me. Just to well, sure well, you I know, guess. how do you define chronic stress versus acute stress? Is it like chronic okay. pain where it's 12 weeks or more? That's, that's how some right. medical experts okay. categorize it. Right. So first thing, when you look at stress, the basic definition for stress is stress can be basically con- considered in terms of a medical context to be any condition uh, which is a mental or emotional condition that causes um, bodily or mental tension or emotional strain. That's essentially what is stress. And it can be acute or it can be chronic. By acute, we mean something that uh, comes on less than um, six months. Okay. Anything that's over six months is considered mm-hmm. to be chronic. Right. Now, stress may also be episodic. You may have stress that comes on once in a while, or it could be traumatic. So there are different forms of stress. It's not just, okay, I'm stressed. There are some people, they are living in constant stress, not necessarily from the same factors, but other factors plays into it. Let's say you're in a relationship that is very toxic. Now, there are times when, you know, things may be going along, and then um, your your significant other um, creates a problem, or you are considered a problem to that person. Mm-hmm. So therefore, your stress level changes. Or you may be in a work environment where, you know, you're having a good day, and then maybe there are problems with other employees in your um, in your organization, and they could create stress. So it could be episodic. Uh, it could be also be traumatic. You could be involved in an accident that suddenly creates a significant stress in your life. So stress is, uh, in part, is a very complex area. Another way of looking at stress, uh, David, is that um, you could look at stress in three, there's another way of looking at it, three broad categories. One is you could be calm or calmness. That's one aspect of stress. You could also be what is called eustress. And then you could be in distress. Now, when you are calm, that can be a very good thing because you're saying, gosh, I'm feeling great, I'm relaxed, and I have nothing to worry about. But that in of itself can also be 
a bad thing because if you live your life without stress, right? In other words, you have nothing to worry about. You're feeling, gosh, everything is so wonderful. Then what? Then the question is, what motivates you? What makes you get up and want to do things? Mm-hmm. And when you're doing things that is challenging, you're going to experience some stress. And that in of itself is a good thing. So in life, you want to be at an, what we call an optimal level of stress, where you're experiencing some level of stress, but you're also not overwhelmed. And by overwhelmed, meaning that you're not in distress. Because when you're in distress, David, then of course you're not going to be able to be functioning at an optimal level. Sometimes you may not even be able to function mm-hmm. because you are under so much stress and you're, you, know, you just cannot do the things that you need to be successful. But isn't that subjective, Dr. Foster? I mean, uh, everybody has a different level of comfortable stress, uh, if you will. And uh, so some people can thrive, you know, they absolutely thrive on stress. Uh, I'm thinking people <laughs> in New York City, you know, high high pressure, uh, fast-paced uh, lifestyle and, mm-hmm. and the business people over there uh, versus maybe the West Coast or here in Hawaii where we're, we're a couple notches down from even the West Coast as far as the mm-hmm. intensity of, uh, of stress and business and so on, uh, you know, the, the kickback to island lifestyle, so to speak. Uh, so uh, how does that yeah, play into, right. you know, wh- where where you find your level? Because maybe one person's level is ideal for the uh, the use stress you're talking about, but then that might completely wig out somebody else that that would it would right, be too exactly. high a stress level for another person. Yep, you're perfectly right about that, David. Stress can be subjective, and we all respond to stress differently. Um, you may be driving along in your car and somebody, um, let's say, give you the finger. And that's enough to cause you to get out and, and do something to that person. Mm-hmm. Other person will look at that person and just smile and move along. Yes. So, um, so stress will affect, well, not stress, but let's go back. Let me talk about stress. Different factors will affect people differently and they will re- respond differently. How we our, some, sometimes it's based on culture, sometimes it's based on our educational level, sometimes it's based on our religious or political belief. Mm-hmm. So different, different things in society will have different impact on, on, different, on each of us. Each of us will respond differently. So what may be stressful to, to you may not be stressful to me and vice versa. Or you may see somebody going along and you say, Cash, why are they so happy? You know, look at the world. For example, there are people today who cannot move away from their television because they got to see what's happening. But mm-hmm. then once they see that, they're in stress. And people say, you know what, I'm not even going to look at the news. <laughs> and right. their life is going to be totally different. Absolutely. But yet still, they're in the same environment. So stress will and always will affect each of us differently, different degree. We're looking at the same thing. We're seeing the same we're seeing different things, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a simple saying that, you know, you and I could be standing on the bridge, you're looking up and I'm looking down. What do you see is different from what I'm seeing, even though we're technically at the same place. But our view or perspective is different. Right, right. And because we have different perspective, we're going to see things differently and it will impact us differently. All right. On that note, Dr. Foster, we need to take a bottom of our break. 
And, uh, and by the way, I haven't had a TV for 15 years, so I don't watch the news. I listen to it on the radio, though. Uh, and if I'm at the gym or something, I'll, you know, they have the big screen TVs, and of course, I'll watch a few things there. But anyway, uh, much less stress when you don't have a TV, I can tell you that for right, for certain. Okay, when we come back, um, if you're just joining us, Dr. Terrence Foster is my guest. We'll tell you how to get his new book, The Stress Book, 40 Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. And when we come back, Dr. Foster, I want to ask you about the five mental actions to reduce or prevent stress. And also, uh, if we have time, let's talk about uh, at least touch on your other, two other books on opioids, uh, one of the top ten causes of death in America, as well as other drugs. I have a, an interesting um, new update on alcohol and how that has affected people during the COVID uh, pandemic. So much more information to come here on the Healthiest Hour on Radio. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. Back right after this as Dr. Health Radio continues. The pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long-term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. Aged garlic extract, regarded as one of the leading natural heart health supplements, has been clinically proven to help reduce high blood pressure and inflammation. Experts believe this alleviates demands on the body's energy stores, freeing it up to fight invaders. The result? A more responsive immune system. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract begins with 100% organically grown garlic and is the most scientifically researched, highest quality, and best-selling odorless garlic extract supplement. And for extra support, get Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Immune Formula 103. Try Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract for a healthy heart and a healthy immune system. Discover more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Is getting a good night's sleep a challenge? Fortunately, there's a superior, fast-acting sleep formula called Tranquil Sleep from Natural Factors. This non-habit-forming supplement contains a unique combination of melatonin, 5-HTP, and L-theanine, which works in harmony with your body's natural sleep hormones. Tranquil Sleep can help you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep sounder, and wake up refreshed, all without feeling drowsy in the morning. The key benefit comes from increasing the time spent in the deeper stages of sleep. It's only in these deeper levels of sleep that we truly experience the rejuvenation, regeneration, and recuperation that sleep provides. Even if you think you get a good night's sleep, give Tranquil Sleep a try. You might be surprised with how much better you've slept by waking up with more energy and enthusiasm to start your day. Learn more at naturalfactors.com. Snow, 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 snow. That's right. It is David Snow on your radio. This is radio's most energetic caffeine-free talk radio. You don't need fake energy from a drug when you're healthy and fit from listening to our show. And uh, you can listen to our show tonight on the station you're listening to right now at the same time as the morning show. So if the morning show is 7 or 8 or 9, just tune in at the same time 12 hours from now and you'll, you'll hear the rebroadcast of um, today's show. Uh, or you can go to the website, drhealthradio.com. Uh, um, usually Tuesday or Wednesday after the show airs, we put it on the podcast section of that's D-O-C-T-O-R, healthradio.com. Uh, Dr. Foster, um, and for those of you just joining us, Dr. Terrence Foster is my guest, the author of the new stress book, 40 Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. How can people get the, a copy of the new book, Dr. Foster? 
Okay, um, the book is available in um, format of um, ebook, uh, paperback, art cover, as well as audiobook. It's available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. So if you go to any sort of uh, book outlet, uh, you should be able to either request a book or uh, purchase a book um, anywhere books are sold. But it's uh, Amazon is always the most easiest uh, place to obtain a book. Okay. Or you could go to my website, and, if, and that's at dterrenceforster.com. Um, you'll also have links that leads to the sale of the book. Okay. Now, uh, speaking of books, you have two other books on opioids. Do you want? Can we talk just a minute or two, since that's such such a critical topic in in health and uh, right. uh, with a pandemic, uh, a lot of people. Well, you know, there's right. there's many. There, I mean, every death is an unnecessary death when it comes to opioids. But I mean, it's one of Absolutely. the uh, practically the. I think it's still in yeah. the top ten causes of death. Right. Yeah, one of the things that we've seen, you know, we know going back from the early 1990, you know, there was been an increase in the number of opioids deaths. And that continued um, right up until um, we thought maybe about in 2018, 2019, we're seeing a downturn or at least a, a plateauing of deaths. And then comes the pandemic. And with the pandemic um, uh, taking off from 2020 up until now, what the CDC has reported is a, an increased number of that over that, let's say we compare the, the period of, say, 2020 to, um, 2019 to 2020, over a 12-month period. And they're seeing that there's a significant increase of that. Now, we're looking at opioids or uh, costs of opioid debt, or the number of opioid debt being over 100,000. Um, so now we're looking... And we're saying, well, why is this happening? And it's happening because, of course, people were locked in. They couldn't do anything. And, of course, the use of um, alcohol, the use of uh, prescription drugs and other non-prescription drugs, the use of those uh, drugs have significantly increased both legal and illegal drugs. Mm -hmm. So with that, more people are dying. And because the pandemic has been so significant in our mind, it appears that nobody was paying attention to what is happening with respect to opioids and the deaths related to opioids. So that is still a major factor. And one of the things that always happens, David, is that we usually get those results sometime a year, 18 months yes, before yes. we mm-hmm. know what is happening. So they're right. not real-time numbers. Mm-hmm. So the numbers that we're looking at, say, now in uh, 20, 2022, these are numbers that have occurred uh, a year, year and a half ago. Oh yeah, you know yeah. we're looking at. So when we get to say 2023 and and beyond, we're going to be looking back and say, man, you know, 20, 2022 or 2021 was really horrible yes, in right. terms yeah. of the number of opioids that, you know. So another thing that also contributed to that, um, you know, there's been an increase in what is called telemedicine, meaning that um, patient now can stay at home uh, during the pandemic and, you know, they have their doctor talk to them, send their prescription to the pharmacy and they go pick it up. So there's not a sense of of, um, of uh, strict monitoring in terms of the That's use right. of narcotic. Yeah. So there's a, and then they get a larger number of narcotics to just do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And of course, they, they literally abuse those drugs. So it has been uh, a it's, it's a it's an epidemic that's been there that has been made worse by the pandemic that we're in. No, no, no doubt about that, Doctor Foster. Now, let me add uh, something uh, regarding drugs, and this is uh, from alcohol, since April is also Alcohol Awareness Month, 
as you may know. Uh, but since right. many people have used alcohol to relieve stress during the pandemic, and of course they use it before then for that same purpose, but I want to share the latest research um, here on today's show. And that is that excessive drinking increased 21% due to COVID-19, according to the journal Hepatology. And one thing they found was that without early um, morning commutes, you know, people uh, stayed home. I mean, the lockdown and everything. People right. could drink a bit more. Well, the problem <laughs> problem was that they drank more than a bit more. And when some got called back into work, they actually had to go into detox in order to get back to work. No, I'm serious. And then, according to researchers, in just one year increase in alcohol consumption, uh, or just from a, a year of increased alcohol consumption, I should say, right. uh, almost 3,000 additional cases of liver failure uh, happen, and then 8,000 deaths, additional deaths from right. alcohol-related liver disease in 2023 is what they're expecting. And, you know, that that's just additional. I mean, there's about 100,000 people that die every year from alcohol in one way or another, right. cirrhosis, accidents, violence, falls, workplace, right. etc. And by the way, alcohol, you know, it, it kills, uh, I mean, uh, as many, uh, it's it, year after year, it's killed 100,000 people a year, I mean, right. long before opioids. So anyway, I just wanted to add yeah, that to it. Yeah, no, and, and that's a very, very important research. And, you know, one thing that shouldn't get lost in this is not just with alcohol, but just about every type of illegal drug. Yeah. There's been an increase in that increase in uh, mortality and morbidity. So that is something that is endemic um, to set with the pandemic. So basically, we're looking at increasing every aspect of drugs. If you look at cocaine, if you look at mm. methamphetamine, if you look at right. heroin, all these drugs, and of course alcohol, and you know, so it's legal and illegal drugs. And another thing that some of some so many people have been doing is that they're combining these drugs oh, with alcohol. For yes. example, they're combining opioids, they're combining oh, benzos. Right. And when they're doing that, of course, the, the death rates will go up and will continue to go up. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that is something that you know, once this pandemic is over. Um, the government will have to dial back and try to figure out how do they deal with the uh, impact yeah, of yeah. The, um, the associated risks right. or increased risk of death with the pandemic and the job. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, let, let's uh, since we're <laughs> I'm getting stressed out talking about all the the down downside of uh, of the pandemic and everything. So let's talk about your five mental actions to reduce or prevent right. stress. On a lighter note, uh, number one, accept who you are. Let's let's lead off with that one. Right. Right. Okay, so accepting who you are. Very often in society, one of the biggest challenges that many people have is accepting who they are. And it, it seems simple, and we've heard it before. You know, if you're not uh, comfortable with who you are as a person, where you're trying to be somebody who's different, where you're trying to uh, fit in and trying to change the way you look dramatically, then that in of itself is a major stress factor that will uh, continue to uh, live with you throughout your life. So you're not going to find um, serenity. You're not going to find peace in life if you're not able to simply uh, accept who you are. Because that's, 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 it's so fundamental that sometimes people say, well, why do you repeat that? Because people must realize that one of the most essential parts of who they are in terms of living, in terms of accomplishing things, is accepting who they are. And it doesn't mean that you're perfect when you do that, David. It means that you can look at yourself and say, you know what, I'm not perfect. I do have imperfection. Mm -hmm. I do have things I need to work on. But you know what, I'm not going to try to be somebody who I'm not. Because trying to be somebody who you're not 
trying to live up to a standard that you're not is one of the most stressful things anyone could do to themselves. Yeah, yeah. And and let me add a, a quote I saw recently, Dr. Foster, at, and I, let me see if I remember it. It's something to, to the effect that just be you. No one has ever lived that is youer than you. There will never be anyone as youer than you. You know, I mean, uh, in right. other words, just uh, like, like you were saying, accept who you are. Okay, right. number two is, is allow yourself to make decisions. Now, uh, a lot of times people are in stressful job situations because they're not allowed to make decisions by their employer. And the people who are in, in positions in the occupations where they can make their own decisions are much less stressed. They, they've done studies on this and uh, found that you know if you have some uh, degree of autonomy in, in your uh, job position, that you're much better while well, you're more productive, you're less stressed, and, you know, just, I mean, it's a win-win for the employer as well as the employee, so can you right. can you talk about that? Right, yeah, so it goes both ways, as you said, you know, um, when you feel you have control and you can do things in a way that you can say, okay, yeah, I'm in control, I know what I want to do, then, of course, you're in a much better position to dictate some of the things that happen to you. But of course, being in control means that, you know, if you're, a, if you're an employer, then of course you have, you've got payroll to meet, you've got staffing issues, you've got, um, you know, budgets and deadlines and all of these things that you are responsible for. So that is a component of stress. So, of course, it goes both ways. If you're an employee, you're saying, well, you know, my boss wants me to do this, my boss wants me to do that, and I don't want to do that. You know, my boss is sending me here, they're sending me there. You know, so all these things, you know, is a, I guess it's, it's a two-part problem, if you will. Mm-hmm. So the question then is, is, how do you deal with that? Well, you know, whether you're a boss or whether you are an employee, then you have to really assess where you are in the spectrum of in the hierarchy, of the that yeah. in the hierarchy of, of, right. of things, because mm-hmm. if, if not, then you're going to always have a challenge. True. Um, some people are in a job where they're not qualified for. Yeah. Are they in a job where they, you know, they need more training, or sometimes they do not get enough support from uh, management? And, yeah. You know, either way, that will lead to more stress. So uh, sometimes having a frank discussion with your boss having a frank discussion with your employee. Mm-hmm. One other thing, as a physician, um, I mean, I own a medical practice. So I have a staff, and I've got to, I'm responsible for them. So in a sense, I've got to be in a position where I could say, you know what, I'm going to look out for them, the things that is best for them, and also the things that is best for the practice. Well. Right, right. Because if I just look out for myself, the practice is not going to, do well. If I just look out for them, it's not going to do well. I have, so they, have, doctor, they have to be a balance. Yeah, yeah doctor, I, I, I have to... Uh, <laughs> I have to... Uh, do some business here because uh, uh, the the next point, number three in your five mental actions to reduce or prevent stress is, yes, it's okay to say no, but I can't say no to this next break. <laughs> so I need to <laughs> okay. I, I, I need to pause. So let's talk about number three when we come back. And then number four Absolutely. is lose your toxic relationships. Tell us how to do that uh, when we come okay. back. Uh, if you're just joining us, Dr. Wonderful. Terrence Foster is my guest. He's the author of The Stress Book. 40 Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. Back after this with more information for your health and life here on Dr. Health Radio. I'm David Snow. Stick around if you want to stay healthy.
Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need Clear Saline Nasal Spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's xlear.com. Your colon, something you don't usually think about unless it's causing problems like irregularity, constipation, gas, and bloating, or diarrhea after taking antibiotics. For true relief, you need to protect and strengthen your colon with targeted probiotic support. True Bifido contains a powerful dose of probiotics with five bifidobacteria strains that help balance the immune system, promote colon health, and improve digestive comfort. Why True Bifido and not the countless other probiotics on the market? First, it's from Master Supplements, the makers of Theralac, the fastest-acting medical-strength probiotic available. That means True Bifido has the same patented delivery and stimulation as Theralac for fast results. Remember, choosing the right strains, delivering them alive, and stimulating their growth are the keys to an effective probiotic. So if you're looking to improve the health of your colon, look no further than the refrigerated section of your nearest natural food store. For True Bifido, the probiotic colon formula that works. Welcome back to the Cure for the Common radio show. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. David Snow on your radio. Thanks for joining us and staying with us here. And if you miss any part of the show or just want a double dose of good health information, our show is rebroadcast 12 hours from now on the station you're listening to right now. Uh, and you can always go to the website, drhealthradio.com, D-O-C-T-O-R, healthradio.com for the uh, show after Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, and uh, you can repeat uh, today's show. Anyway, um, Dr. Terrence Foster is my guest. Uh, Dr. Foster, before we run out of time, give us your website one more time, please. So my website is uh, D-Terrence, that's the letter D, dterrencefoster.com. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, now, right. uh, number three on your five mental actions to reduce or prevent stress. Yes, it's okay to say no. Right. Give us the details that, on that. That is a big one. It so is. many of us um, take on responsibilities that we that makes us overwhelmed. We are already burdened by so many things that we're doing, but yes, we just refuse to say no. One of the key factors in saying no is, of course, setting goals. If you have objectives, if you have things that you need to do, then it's easier to say somebody to say to someone, "Look, I don't have the time to do this right now." I cannot do this now. It doesn't mean that you've been mean. It doesn't mean that 
you don't believe that what they're doing is important or of value. It just means that you are not in a position to help them. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it's easier to say no. If you have nothing to do, if you have no plans, no goals, no objective, then of course, you are likely to be dragged in any direction someone wants you to go. So one of the first things, uh, one of the first chapters in my book is setting goals. That's so ah, important. That's good. Of the 22 chapter, because if you don't have any goals or objectives, mm -hmm. you will be dragged in many directions. And when you say no, know that it's okay to do that. It's okay to do that because if you never say, if you say yes to everything, then it means, partly when those things are not related to you, then it means that you yourself are depriving yourself from being your full potential. Absolutely. Or, or developing your full potential. Yeah. So that's such a key element of, of success. Okay. You have to look, and also not just the people you don't know, but practically the friends and family that you have. You okay. also have to... Uh, sorry to interrupt. To we, we only have a minute left, sure. and so let's, uh, if we can uh, spend a, uh, you know, a few seconds, lose your toxic relationships. That, that right. would take a whole hour. <laughs> that don't take a whole hour. There's a whole chapter of that in my book. Okay. Uh, losing your toxic relationship. We, we need to live in an environment where we're free, where we feel a sense of, you know what, life is good. We don't need people to make us feel bad about right. things. Yeah. We want to live a clean life, a good life. And if you're in a situation where the relationship that you're in, regardless of whether it's personal, business, or professional, you have to be strong enough to say, this has to go. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And move on. Yeah. Because without that, you're not going to be successful. That's and we, we, well, sorry, we, we have to move on. The, the last one being gracious, giving thanks for everything. Uh, and, and on yeah. that note, I have to give thanks to you uh, to have, having guests like you, Dr. Terrence Foster, on the program over the 31 years that I've been doing this show. I really appreciate you doing all the work and research that you do. The Stress Book, 40 Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life. We encourage all of our listeners to pick up a copy. And um, your website, one last time. It's uh, Thank you so much, David, for having me. And the name, uh, D. Terrence Foster, uh, the book is dterrencefoster.com, dterrencefoster.com. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Foster. Really appreciate you having uh, being on the show and taking time out of your practice. It's been my pleasure. Have All right. Uh, there goes Dr. Terrence Foster, and here we go with another edition. But join us again next week, same time, same station, for another edition of Dr. Health, 168 hours from right now. Until then, um, oh, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, next week, uh, Dr. Michael Louie, a neurologist, kicks off the month of May uh, for National Stroke Month as we highlight the many ways to prevent stroke and the best treatments for stroke if you or one of your loved ones uh, has suffered one. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that and, of course, all of our regular features as well. And remember, it's not how long you live, it's how you live long. Aloha. Have a healthy week.